0: it's one o'clock i'm sean kennedy the headlines a lawmaker says Gatwick's struggle to tackle rogue drones highlights the need to plan ahead for these incidents including in hong kong beijing rejects u.s accusations that it's behind international cyber attacks and health experts play down concerns over the outbreak of african swine flu across the border A pilot says that as drones become more popular in the city, it's possible that Hong Kong's international airport could face a similar disturbance to the one that shut down Gatwick Airport near London for more than a day. Flights have been cancelled and the airport is to remain closed at least for another several hours. Civic Party lawmaker and pilot Jeremy Tam says there was at least one similar incident in Hong Kong, but it didn't result in an airport shutdown. He says authorities have protocols and equipment to deal with incidents regarding the illegal use of these unmanned aircraft systems, or UAS.
1: That is the matter of not only by education to telling people do not fly their UAS in the area, but also we need some kind of equipment to tackle any illegal flying around the area like device, like a uh, frequency jammer, Hong Kong. We actually have it, particularly the Hong Kong police force. It's just a matter of the you know, Hong Kong government or different departments how they use the device and what is their procedures when they're using it.
0: Meanwhile, police in Britain say they're considering trying to shoot down the drone that shut down Gatwick Airport. British Army personnel have been deployed using specialist equipment and Detective Chief Superintendent Jason Tingley explained why it's taking so long to find out who's behind the disruption. Actually, we've learned ahead of a lot in the last 24 hours. This is a new territory for us. Yes, there are contingencies for instances such as this. And what I'll say to you is actually this is, new, this is definitely a new territory. So we are doing our very best in terms of that capability and those tactical options to deal with this, this issue. And we do have the, the support of a number of agencies supporting us this evening. Cathay Pacific has cancelled its two latest flights to Gatwick that were due to leave yesterday and early this morning. Prime Minister Theresa May says those responsible will be punished. I feel for all those passengers who've, whose travel uh, plans have been disrupted by this drone activity and the action that's had to be taken in response to it. And obviously at this particular time of year, this is particularly difficult for people. We've already uh, passed legislation in relation to the use of drones, so it is now, as has been made clear, the activity we've seen is illegal and those who are caught um, endangering aircraft can face up to five years in, uh, in prison. China has rejected accusations by the United States and Britain that it's involved in cyber hacking in at least a dozen countries. The Foreign Ministry urged Washington to withdraw its accusation that the hacking group had targeted government agencies and companies and had stolen the personal data of 100,000 Navy personnel. Earlier, the director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, said the countries targeted by the hacking were united in condemnation.
1: Healthy competition is good for the global economy. Criminal conduct
0: is not. Rampant theft is not. Cheating is not. There is no light on this issue between the United States and our law-abiding international partners. We're all standing shoulder to shoulder
1: to condemn this conduct.
0: Earlier, the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein outlined the extent of the hacking. Whether through computer hackers operating from China or Chinese nationals recruited to steal trade secrets from companies in other countries, the goal is the same, to dominate production in strategically important industries by stealing ideas from other nations. It's just as if they had broken into American companies and taken the data information out physically. Today's charges mark an important step in revealing to the world China's continued practice of stealing commercial data. The Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department says there's a medium risk of African swine flu spreading here, but the controller for the Centre for Food Safety has played down health concerns, saying the virus won't spread to humans. Despite that, officials say they'll meet with farmers to discuss compensation arrangements should the swine flu spread from here, spread here from Guangdong, Janice Wong reports.
1: The head of the Center for Food Safety, Dr. Ho Yokien, Kien, said African swine flu is very contagious, but only among pigs. He said the disease can't be passed on to humans, so people here don't have to be worried.
2: <laughs>
1: but Dr. Ho said people should cook pork and pork products thoroughly, as a matter of course. He said the government has a very stringent inspection system to ensure pork supplied to the Hong Kong public is safe. He added that they have so far found no sign of African swine flu in pig samples tested over the past few weeks. But the Assistant Director for Inspection and Quarantine at the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department, Dr. Thomas Sit, said there's still a chance the swine flu could spread to Hong Kong. And he said the rapid spread of the disease on the mainland means the risk of that right now is medium. African swine flu first broke out in the northeastern city of Shenyang in August. Dozens of cases have been reported since then, most recently in Guangdong and Fujian. On Wednesday, about a dozen pigs at a slaughterhouse in Zhuhai were found to have the disease. Hong Kong imports some 4,000 live pigs a day from 50 farms on the mainland, more than half of them in Guangdong. Local farms supply less than a tenth of that. Dr. Sit warned that if any pigs on the Hong Kong farm are found to be infected, all of the animals would have to be culled. In addition, pigs within a three-kilometre radius of the infected farm would be placed in effective quarantine.
0: An expert in African swine fever has urged the government to make sure that local pig farmers promptly report any suspected cases. Professor Dirk Pfeiffer from the City University said preventive measures implemented by the authorities could minimize the risk of the virus spreading to Hong Kong to a much lower level compared to the mainland. But he said the government should prevent pig farmers from hiding any suspected infection by reassuring them about compensation.
1: One important thing is we need to make sure that farmers don't have reasons to hide the disease. Okay. And that has to do with whether you compensate them properly, etc. Now, imagine if you have some pigs and some of them are dying. And you don't really know what it is. But you need the money from selling the pigs. You may, if you are concerned that you may not get full compensation, you may not report as quickly as you should. So we need to make sure that we compensate sufficiently and quickly enough.
0: The High Court has dismissed the appeals of four people convicted of over-assaulting former lawmaker Nathan Law at the airport in January last year. They were sentenced to three months in jail for unlawful assembly and now have to serve their terms. The judge rejected all of their grounds for appeal. A supporter of the defendants called the judge a yellow ribbon dog, referring to the use of the ribbon as a symbol of the pro-democracy Occupy movement. Japanese prosecutors have rearrested Carlos Ghosn, the former chairman of the Nissan Motor Company, who was sacked for alleged financial misconduct. Mr. Ghosn has spent the last month in prison, accused of misusing funds and hiding 80 million dollars of income. Japanese media say the new charges are for aggravated breach of trust. Here's the BBC's Marika
1: Oi. Mr. Goen was arrested last month and later charged with financial misconduct. He's accused of underreporting his pay package between 2010 and 2015 by some $44 million. If convicted, he faces up to 10 years in jail. But Mr. goen 's defense team have been saying that the allegations are invalid because the payment that they're talking about is what's known as deferred income. So he would have only received it after retirement. <sighs>
0: The U.S. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis has become the latest in a string of senior Trump administration officials to resign. In his letter of resignation, General Mattis indicated that he disagreed with President Trump's America First policies and his perceived ambiguity on Russia and China. The BBC's John Sopel has more details. James Mattis is going, but not quietly. His resignation letter stands as a clear repudiation of Donald Trump's isolationist policies. He writes that America's power as a nation is down to its alliances and partnerships. Without maintaining strong relationships and showing respect to those allies, he warns, that would be put in jeopardy. He counsels against cozying up to China and Russia with their authoritarian values. And General Mattis ends by saying that the president should appoint someone whose views are more aligned to his own. Could there be a clearer statement of how much they disagreed? U.S. politicians are scrambling to prevent a federal government shutdown after President Trump declared he wouldn't sign a spending bill because it doesn't contain funding for a border wall with Mexico. Speaking at a White House event, President Trump said he had no choice.
2: I've made my position very clear. Any measure... That funds the government must include border security. Has to. Not for political purposes, but for for our country, for the safety of our community. This is not merely my campaign promise. This is the promise every lawmaker made. It is the solemn promise to protect and defend the United States of America. And it is our sacred obligation.
0: An extension of funding for key government agencies is due to expire at midnight on Friday. The most senior Republican in the U.S. Congress, Paul Ryan, said Congress will work to avoid a shutdown.
1: So what we're going to do is go back to the House and work with our members. We want to keep the government open, but we also want to see an agreement that protects the border. We have very serious concerns about securing our border. So the president said he will not sign this bill. So we're going to go back and work on adding border security to this, also keeping the government open, because we do want to see an agreement.
0: Britain's Royal Botanic Gardens at Kew has identified more than 100 new species of plant and fungus worldwide in the last year. They include an insect-eating pitcher plant from the Philippines and edible hedgehog mushrooms. But the botanists warn many of their new discoveries are already under threat of extinction. Here's the BBC's Helen Briggs. Despite a long history of searching for plants across the world, botanists are still finding new species, often in the most unlikely of places. A tiny herb was discovered clinging to rocks near a waterfall in Sierra Leone and a huge rainforest tree was found by the side of a road in Guinea. Scientists say discovering and describing new species is a vital endeavour as the plants may hold promise as future foods or medicines. Australia's largest city has been hit by a series of lightning and hailstorms which pummeled cars with ice blocks the size of tennis balls. The authorities issued a severe storm warning, but it wasn't enough to prevent damage that's already running into the tens of millions of dollars. Finance now, and the US dollar is trading at 111.41 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 14 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 89 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,539. That's 83 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $39 billion. And now with sports,
2: here's Adam Chung. We start with football. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has arrived at Old Trafford to take charge of Manchester United. The new caretaker manager oversaw the team's training on Thursday. It was the first opportunity Solskjaer's had to work with his players ahead of the trip to his former club Cardiff in the English Premier League on Saturday. Here's the BBC's David Ornstein.
1: Ole Gunnar Solskjaer
0: flew into the UK on Wednesday night and was driven here to United's training complex at just before 8am local, followed by the players, including a smiling Paul Pogba. Most of the gathered media was from Solskjaer's native Norway. This is a proud moment for the country. Inside, the 45-year-old held meetings and then led training for the first time. He'll speak at a news conference on Friday morning before taking charge of the team at Cardiff City on Saturday. There's plenty of work to do on and off the pitch as United try to recover from a poor start to the season, solve problems with some of their star players and plan for a permanent managerial appointment in the summer. Their fourth full-time boss in six years since Sir Alex Ferguson retired.
2: The Tottenham manager Maurizio Pochettino says Arsenal should be grateful to Delhi Alli for his reaction after getting hit by a bottle in Wednesday's League Cup quarterfinal match at the Emirates. Arsenal, who lost the match, say they're embarrassed by the incident and they've identified the image of the person who threw the bottle. Pochettino says Alli helped ease the situation by not going down after getting hit. The behaviour was, was top from Dele. Sometimes the people criticized in the past him in some actions on, on the game, during the game. But it's, it's good now today to praise him because his behaviour was top. Dele was so honest and was so professional. I think the Arsenal people, the club, must be grateful with, with him. Because uh, maybe in, in, in different situations, maybe the player can go down and create a massive problem. In the NBA, the Utah Jazz overcame 32 points from Steph Curry to beat the Golden State Warriors. Six players scored in double figures for the Jazz who went on to win 108-103. to The Houston Rockets lost 101-99 to the Miami Heat, but the bigger loss for the Rockets is Chris Paul. The point guard left the game in the second quarter with a left hamstring injury. On the ice, Austin Matthews scored twice as the Toronto Maple Leafs blasted the Florida Panthers 6-1. It was the 18th time in his young career that Matthews had two goals in a game. Morgan Riley had four assists to become the first NHL defenseman to reach 40 points this season. And that's your look at sports.
0: And to end the news, the top stories once again. A lawmaker says Gatwick's struggle to tackle rogue drones highlights the need to plan for these incidents, including in Hong Kong. Beijing rejects accusations that it's behind international cyber attacks. And health experts play down concerns over the outbreak of African swine flu across the border. The news from RTHK.
2: An international station for an international city. This is Radio 3.